stargazers, welcome to Seventh House Astrology, where I take any topic that is astrological or related to romance. I investigate it under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology. I am your host, Sandra Misek, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. Today's episode, I just felt like um, it was time to continue on with the progressed charts and the planets that are associated with the progressed chart. And today we're going with the progressed moon and what that means, not only generally, also what that means for synastry since progressed charts can be overlaid um, or can be used within a synastry chart. Normally, uh, when that does occur, and I, I also had mentioned this within the progressed charts episode, but normally when that occurs, um, we're normally taking the um, your spouse's chart, uh, natal chart, and then his progressed chart or her progressed chart, and then also going for your progressed chart over your natal chart and seeing the patterns that are occurring um, in the relationship are more along the lines of the relationship. So I'm thinking it's going to be really fun. Um, the research for the progressed moon this last week has been really super interesting and it's kind of fascinating to me. There's more material on the progressed moon than there is with the progressed sun. So um, I don't think this episode will be as short and sweet as the progressed sun episode was. But um, yeah, I just I feel like there was just a lot of information that just really resonated with me personally and caused me to really take a look at my progressed moon myself. I'm hoping the same is for you. So to get right into it when it comes to progressed moons. So the first thing I want to clarify is that actually I was wrong um, in the progressed episodes or the progressed charts episode when it came to the moon. I had mentioned that like it transits, like in transits, um, the moon moves every day in a progressed chart. That is actually not true. Um, in a progressed chart, the moon, it's still the fastest moving planet in a progressed chart, but it moves every, it moves from one sign to another every two and a half years. Whereas the, like something like the sun would move every 30 years, um, because it goes by degrees every year or it goes degree by degree every year. Um, and I'm sure with Mercury, Venus, Mars, as we kind of go along the line, it takes a little bit longer for each planet to move from one position of the chart to the next, from one sign to the next. But with the moon, it is still the fastest. It just takes like two years to move from one sign to the, to the next. Um, if it's actually progressing a natal planet, so like for instance, Say that your progressed moon is like conjunct your, uh, your Mercury position. Uh, basically what will happen with that is that it will move. It'll stay there for like two months before it moves and moves in the same sign. So, um, again, still quick, but just not as quick as I thought it would be. Um, I'm, I, like I said, I'm kind of, I'm kind of learning progressions, um, with you guys. So, I think I am prone to just a little bit of error here and there, but, um, 
Yeah, uh, all the way around. Um, we have a lot more when it comes to the progressed moon, but due to the fact that it stays in um, a sign for about 2.5 or two and a half years, uh, Helenamaste, which is a good site, by the way, um, actually provided most of the information for this week's episode. But it um, really kind of indicates how you're coping with current transits at this time. Um, also, the whole meaning of the progressed moon is that it's really uh, where you go right now in this moment um, in when you kind of go introspective or when you're kind of um, becoming more introspective, when you kind of um, are meditating, what are some themes that come out? And also what are themes that kind of make you feel more secure um, inwardly? And also what kind of make you feel more secure um, in your, in your soul? It's kind of like the soul security um, as you know, as opposed to the ego's security, as what we kind of see with the progressed sun, and um, you know, it's not far. Like a, a lot of people um, kind of say, you know, oh, with the progressed moon, then that kind of usurps, you know, the the position of the progressed moon usurps the uh, natal moon. The answer is no. Um, you'll still have your natal moon's tendencies uh, from your birth chart. It's just the progressed moon shows you in real time what on top of. So you'll still have your um, your securities from your natal chart, the moon's position in your natal chart still intact. Like, for example, um, my moon is in Libra. Um, my inclination where I feel most at peace is where I'm spreading peace or where I'm spreading uh, fairness and joy to everyone else or making sure that everything is nice and fair and everything is nice and balanced in the world at large. Um, it doesn't usurp the progressed moon or it doesn't, you know, the progressed moon doesn't usurp that. That still kind of runs in the background to wherever my progressed moon happens to lie. Um, because this episode is not just about me, I uh, would like to rely on the examples and kind of save the fact that the progress of where my progress moon is. So when it comes down to, you know, emotional uh, stability, emotional st security, where you go during introspective moments um, in this real time. So um, say that we have, since, like I said, I didn't want to reveal where my progress moon is. Um, I uh, would like to actually go uh, for an example where there's someone who has, their moon in Aquarius, but say their progressed moon is in Leo. So the moon, the natal moon in Aquarius will still kind of hum in the background. So like themes such as independence and um, really kind of taking a look at humanity, um, you know, but from a, a kind of a distant, more of a logical gaze will still be intact um, within the relationships. That progressed moon in Leo is going to really high actually kind of um cause this person and again this is an opposition but this opposition is going to really force this person to get out of really just being their own selves being um kind of you know in isolate you know kind of like viewing humanity in isolation to actually interacting with humanity and when it comes to philanthropic causes uh really 
but I can interact more when it comes to people, you know, that, that heart centered approach of Leo as well, too. Also philanthropic causes, um, they would be more inclined to, um, knowing how to become more of a leader as well, too, and how to lead that cause a little bit better. And, um, you know, with, again, with that heart centered approach, you know, so with a warmer approach than what would be, um, handled with the Aquarian, the normal Aquarian moon. So it's just like how you progress and also what you learn inwardly. Um, those inner, those kind of, um, you know, intro, I don't want to say introverted, but, um, the intrinsic lessons that you learned from life as opposed to the extrinsic lessons. So this is the progressed sun in my view is really the extrinsic lessons that you learn in real time and the themes that come to you, um, outside of you. Whereas the natal, um, whereas the progressed moon, sorry, comes to you, um, more intrinsically, you know, it's more inwardly rewarding to you, um, more, um, enriching into your heart and to your soul as well. Helena Namaste also mentions that with the progressed moon, they actually, um, I love this point. Or I love not only what they um, stated um, for this particular effect in the chart, but also how they mentioned that it was like, um, you know, as an as a, somebody who's been writing her whole life and who is an aspiring writer. I love how the author of Hello Namaste actually. Um, compared it and made the analogy and the metaphor of, you know, taking the helm of your life um, in regards to writing a story. Um, so when it comes to uh, the progressed moon, just like with the progressed sun, it is a trigger point in your life. However, the two differences, however subtle they may be, the two differences are the trigger point with the sun, progressed sun's position is inspiring you to go out, go live your life, go um, actually write the full body text and also kind of writing out what you're going to do or how you're planning on leading your life um, from here point out. The progressed moon, on the other hand, actually provides the subtext for the story that you're writing. So it's really like how you can plan to... Um, really feel within this year or how you want to feel within this year? What are some common themes, you know, that would make you happy? And I think the best example of this trigger point, because I know sometimes um, explanations can sound just a little bit ethereal. So uh, when it comes to someone who has, say, their um, natal uh, position, their natal moon is in Pisces, but their progressed moon is actually in Sagittarius, so in the progressed moon, the trigger point for this person where normally they like to see peace, they like to be kind of in the background uh, when it comes to adventure, they kind of like to be in the background, they kind of like to hear about it, they might not necessarily want to engage uh, within an adventure. Suddenly the, the internal, so, um, wherever their son, their progressed son's position happens to be is writing the narrative. However, the inner narrative, that subtext that the progressed moon in Sagittarius, um, would provide is that of, of that of actually going out, getting out of your comfort zone whether that's by means of travel or whether that's by means of just kind of learning about different 
cultures or learning about different um, individuals who um, this person might not normally interact with or, you know, really like confronting, um, you know, things that are not well known head on. Like maybe they, um, this person is thinking of learning a particular subject matter, a matter, and they've been meaning to study that particular subject matter for years. Now they kind of have that chance to really dive in and really work with that. Um, those sort of themes of travel, of expanding your consciousness, expanding your horizons, learning, um, you know, higher learning is also ruled within Sagittarius as well as the ninth house. These are um, matters that will make, that will cause this person to feel internally enriched uh, when they actually accomplish these sorts of archetypes within their lives. Um, whereas with their progressed moon, say that their sun is in Pisces, their progressed moon is actually in Aries. Aries is just all about just doing something, doing, do, you know, kind of accomplishing your dreams and just going out and doing it. Don't think too much about it. The Sagittarius progressed moon would be more like, um, you know, maybe you can do this via travel. Maybe you can accomplish your dreams via higher learning. Um, so again, kind of, it's, it's kind of an interesting mixture, mixture when it comes to the trigger point. Helena Mistay also mentions that, um, and I mean, they've mentioned a, a lot. So I will, um, I'm just going to refer to my notes here for just a moment. So uh, they've mentioned that the progressed moon can give you some hints for timing when it comes to promotions or just better opportunities and relationship changes all the way around. Um, again, that can also, it's not just the sign that your progressed moon is in, um, also the how such a progressed moon is into can give you that um, message. So like the hints for timing in the first example with the person who has the progressed moon in Leo, say that the progressed moon is also in the 10th house. So when it comes to timing, um, really that person would have to really pay a lot of attention to subtle messages when it comes to promotions like say that this person is starting um, a holistic business, you know, like holistic medicine, um, they would have to really be very much in tune and very much listen to subtle cues that might come their way when it comes to promotions and when it comes to expanding their business as well. And I think most of those key um, feelings. And so again, with the progress moon, it also can rule that of intuition in this time, um, in this place. So when it comes to uh, these key hints for timing, you know, when it comes to promotions, opportunities, or relationship changes, most of the time, a lot of it is follow, um, the progressed moon kind of um, encourages you to follow your gut hunch. For someone who has a progressed moon in Leo, that gut hunch in that moment might actually come around near the heart center or in a feeling center um, like the heart center is. The heart center for me um, governs you know, for me, it's a, it's another form of clairsentience. You can feel something in the heart, in your soul, or you can also feel something in your your gut, your literal literal gut, uh, when it comes to clairsentience. So this person may actually have that hunch 
um, of that, that feeling of now's the time this is right, or now's the time to put my um, holistic business on the map. Um, maybe, you know, they might also feel as though um, the opportunity for like putting their business on Google Maps is a great, perfect marketing opportunity. And it just kind of came to them as well, too. Um, like kind of noticing different cues when it comes to business is definitely going to be very, uh, you know, an oper operative time. For the individual, like say they have, um, so it, they have their progressed moon in Sagittarius, but say it's outside their fourth house. In relationships, this person may um, be thinking about expanding or creating their own family. And so, you know, with Sagittarius rules the thighs, so they might get that intuitive hunch, like in the lower, like from the belly all the way down to the lower body. And whenever they feel that hunch, that's where they need to kind of act. Or they might, um, when it comes to that fourth house, Sometimes uh, the fourth house is not just um, dealing with your own family, but like I said, creating family. In creating a family, that person might feel as though, you know, not only think outside the box, but not really rely on, like, say, an ovulation kit or an ovulation cycle um, to produce children. They might, this person might actually have a hunch as to when the time is really right. And also too, with um, the Sagittarius bent, they don't want to, you know, this person, the last thing this person would want to do is, you know, corner their husband or corner their spouse, you know, for when is the perfect time for ovulation, because sometimes that can, that can kind of um, be a little rough on the relationship. Um, but instead, they might want to rely on that in intuition, thinking outside the box and letting this person, the other person kind of roam free um, in order to, well, like I said, in order to allow for the person, the other person to have their freedom and not be confined to a window of opportunity that may or may not work when it comes to that. But their progressed moon kind of leads them to those gut hunches and also to those times of when it's really wonderful um, or when it's really great. This individual also might, um, you know, in dealing with their current family, they might have those opportunities of now's a good time to talk with your mom or now's a good time to talk with your family or now's a good time to visit with your family and really find out that that's like the best time to visit with their family and to really bond and, um, you know, really kind of bond with their family that much more, um, which might be in need. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, that's, it's something that's really needed at this particular time and place. Uh, Helen Namaste also mentions that this is a cycle of emotional evolution when it comes to the progressed moon. Um, so with that emotional evolution, you know, it's basically those baseline inner needs in our birth charts and how they're progressing as we get older, um, how they're progressing in the here and the now. So your baseline inner needs, you know, again, you might have, so your, your birth chart, your natal moon would be thrumming in the background. Um, but still, you know, those, those needs will still be there. 
but your needs might evolve or those needs might evolve due to the progressed moon. So like for instance, um, with the Leo progressed moon, that person may find that actually connecting um, the emotional baseline needs have evolved and the evolution is necessary by connecting with, with people instead of being aloof and distant as with the Aquarian um, tendency or the natal Aquarian moon um, indicates. However, the evolution, um, the two can actually synthesize and this person might find that as they're um, kind of really bonding with people, they might find that their, their um, humanitarian goals actually evolve a little bit better or their, um, their mindsets on freedom as well too might also evolve into a more beautiful harmony, you know, harmonist, or I want to say harmonistic, which is not a word, but a more beautiful synthesized version of what they um, normally feel inside themselves. The individual has the Sagittarius progressed moon may feel um, the emotional evolution would be again, getting out of the comfort zone instead of just looking for peace and harmony as the Piscean, um, you know, tendency is with the Pisces moon really kind of getting out of that comfort zone and really finding reward and possible greater compassion as well too for people um, by getting out of that comfort zone. So that's kind of the, the synthesized area for me. But yeah, um, again, I think with um, the progressed moons, they can be very informative in the regard of where are you? Where are you um, evolving? And I think... Um, you know, I'm covering this, the synastry aspects later, you know, what it means for synastry. But I think for synastry, the emotional evolution is important because, um, again, somebody in the relationship, I think with a progressed moon, um, someone can find like why they value something way different in the relationship from when they met um, their partner or their spouse. And their spouse may also notice that as well, too. So like, for example, um, the person who has their moon in Pisces might have valued compassion and sensitivity. Now they're valuing, um, you know, how to think outside the box and, you know, getting out of their comfort zone and also pushing their significant other to also get out of the comfort zone. And, um, you know, again, it, it's just, um, it, it's not something that's good or bad. It's just, it's, um, how to really blend that in, um, very much like with the progressed sun, how to blend that in to the relationship at large and kind of make that work as well, too. Um, also with Helena Namaste or Hella Namaste, they mentioned like what sort of energy you're unconsciously attracting into your life. Okay. So I'm going to get into my progress moon. So my natal moon is in Libra. So I usually value balance and I like to value sending peace out into the world. Right now, my progress moon has just hit outside of Aries. Um, so my late eighth house and I think it's like it's two degrees airy. So not yet in opposition to my natal moon. Uh, thank goodness, because that would highlight a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think that when it does come into opposition with my natal moon, that's going to be a very 
a key time in my life for sure. Um, but uh, with the Aries moon, the energy that I could be unconsciously attracting. So the Aries moon right now is kind of pushing me to stop thinking, stop being on the sidelines, stop thinking through things so much and just push yourself out there. It's like when it comes to my personal goals, just, just go out and do it. Um, I kind of noticed it was kind of interesting. My interest in chess, um, I kind of feel like that might have been inspired by the progressed moon in Aries in the regard that, you know, Aries also loves tactics and strategy just as much as Scorpio does. Um, so, you know, kind of dealing with tactics, kind of dealing with strategies, but again, I have to learn to call a curb that impulse of just moving my chess piece out there because I'm making a ton of blunders right now and a ton of mistakes. I'm trying to minimize that. It is not easy for sure, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it basically the um, the energy really that I'm having right now is go forth, go out, go forth, go do something. And I feel that the sort of energy that if I'm not aware of it, that I can unconsciously attract are those who feel the same way, who are kind of push, 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 push. And, you know, while that can be seen as a guide, you know, somebody who's kind of like pushing you, you know, you out there or kind of embodying the same uh, traits as the archetype of your sign by the same token. Um, it could be also a little obnoxious as well too, or could be, um, it could be something that you just don't need at this particular period in time, knowing that most of the evolutionary feelings and the, um, the sort of energy that you, you have inwardly is already there. Um, so, you know, you can flip that switch for the better when it comes to that, um, who you attract. It also kind of makes me wonder with the episode where I was, uh, mentioning, you know, kind of attracting unlike people into your life. I think this is an episode, like I said, it was back in 2021. Um, I kind of wondered where my progressed moon was, if it might have been like either in Pisces or in Aquarius, like either Aquarius or Pisces at that time. I think Aquarius, if it, it you know, like I said, if it moves every two years, I'm thinking, well, it could be either one. It could have been like late Aquarius, early Pisces. But yeah, I felt like I was attracting a ton of Aries individuals. It was really weird. Um you know, that would make sense for the Aquarius um, side, not so much for the Piscean side. But it just, like I said, it, you know, with that attracting um, people, that same energy into your life and maybe attracting the same people um, into your life as well, kind of, like I said, I, I'm thinking that could be, like you could be uh, attracting, um, depending on where your progressed moon is, you could attract unlike people into your life as well. So like, for instance, um, if you have your progressed moon in Aquarius and say that you're noticing that you're attracting a lot of people who are big time into their freedom, um, into humanitarian goals, that could be, um, or into, you know, just humanity in general or into world affairs, um, it doesn't, you know, like I said, their sun signs could range from being in Pisces to also being in Aquarius themselves. 
that could be an ind- indicating reason. And that, that, like I said, that what sort of, that sort of energy that you're unconsciously attracting without really, without really trying when it comes to that. All right. And then, um, Helen Amaste also mentioned something else that was really important. So, um, you can have major shifts if your progressed moon is passing through the ascendant, icy, the descendant, or the midheaven. And, um, usually it's like such a shifting from one inward lifestyle to another, you know, very much like with the progressed sun when it changes signs. Um, the midheaven, the IC, the, the ascendant, the descendant, those are very four major points. So when, um, your progressed moon passes through those major points, you can feel like, you know, there's a huge shift or there's a huge momentum to shift and to change your inner life and how to make everything work out for you, um, in your life. And you might feel like you have that heavy push when you um, encounter that as well, too. The other interesting thing is um, if your um, progressed moon either moves away from a natal planet or um, from the, ace, the the ascendant, the icy, the descendant, or the midheaven, you can feel as though there's some lack. So um, really, when it comes to the progressed moon, it can show you where compulsion or resistance is coming from. Like if you're moving out of um, your progressed moon from being on the ascendant, so where it was on the ascendant, you felt this major push to make some change into your life. You're kind of feeling a bit of a lag after it's gone. It's not that the momentum has been lost. It's just like um, basically that that window in time was there and you're kind of experiencing kind of the rest period um, of, you know, and cultivating. Um, usually I would say kind of use that rest period to um, enjoy the fruits of the labor as well, too. Kind of like um, the nine of cards in tarot um, where you're kind of pushing for a particular change or you're kind of pushing for something in your life to happen um, with the progressed moon. If you're planning pretty a-okay, either with an astrologer or if you're looking um, at the progressed moon for yourself, um, this is a great time to kind of plan like when this shift will occur away from those major points and where you can just kind of see if you can just enjoy the fruits of the labor and also enjoy what you have brought into your life and really just cultivate and keep that up or keep the beauty of that up. The same with a natal planet. Um, the natal planets a little bit, um, I think with the ascendant, with the four major points and also with natal planets, the progressed moon stays there for about like two months and then it moves. So within that two month period where you're pushing to do something particularly and making that change after that two month period comes by, you might want to plan that time for rest, relaxation, um, cultivating what you have brought about. Um, and sometimes you can even do so more depending on the sign and also the house that the progressed moon happens to occur there. Uh, for the person who has, um, like say they, their progressed moon passed their Mercury position in Leo. They might feel that they, they are, um, really thinking, um, ahead, um, to their future. 
they're really communicating or this person's really communicating, especially in their business, really bringing word of mouth to their business and really kind of generating um, their holistic services, you know, kind of attention to their holistic services rather well. When the progressed moon um, kind of moves away from Mercury in that two month period, they can actually, that person can actually rest and not feel as though they have to spread word of mouth about their business too much um, because it's already there and they can just kind of enjoy other people referring um, other people to their holistic healing business, um, you know, and to you know, their top-notch healing business um, with that in mind because they had spread the news, um, you know, with uh, the Mercury transit as well too and being in the 10th house as well. So, I mean, there's, there's some great times where you can kind of plan some things in your life to happen when it comes to the progressed moon. Feng Shui Dana also mentions too, that when it comes to progressed moons, it also um, helps you to understand like how you're going to deal with energy levels, stress, or like where your energy levels will be at the amount of stress that you might have and how you deal with that, um, the decisions and creativity and connection. But especially with energy levels, um, you know, like say that you're in, you know, progressed moon is in a very fiery sign, very high octane. You know, you might want to, you know, since fire burns really quickly or those fire signs really burn up really quickly, um, maybe decreasing um, lack of motivation. Or finding ways to decrease lack of motivation um, from, you know, and burnout from the equation as well, too, because that can also come with high energy levels. Um, that can also come from stress. The stress could be really higher than usual. So, how, so um, especially like with fire signs, maybe um, dealing more with a little bit of meditation, moving meditation, um, particularly things like five rhythms dance or pardon me, um, either five rhythms dance or, you know, just some sort of like a walking meditation or anything that causes you to meditate while moving. Um, there are, it, it, it does exist actually. I know it sounds kind of contradictory, but it does exist. That would help with stress levels. Um, that might actually help and that um, might actually help you when it comes to, um, managing stress. And then also um, decisions, creativity, and connection um, really come naturally with the fire signs. Um, there are some signs that might it might come a little more um, easily than with others and really kind of paying attention to that. And again, a lot of these factors of how to deal with, like, say, stress or with energy levels usually come very intuitively with the moon. Um, for me, it usually comes to something that I'm craving in my life, like some sort of thing or energy point. Um, like for right now, I can tell that my progressed moon is outside my eighth house. I have just been craving meditation and inner work like no other. And that is like the staple of the eighth house being that of regeneration and transformation uh, it's basically the scorpionic viewpoint of from within than without. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's just been kind of interesting to kind of deal with that. And actually when I do meditate and do some inner work, it does, it like, it kind of, it's a, 
big form of self-care for me at this time, which is, it's kind of interesting how that progressed moon kind of really um, inspires that. And so I, what I just say is really listen within um, and make sure that that intuition, like I said, whatever in, is intuitively popping into your mind um, that's being met as well too. And, um, you know, might feel like a grand act of self-care. It might just seem like it, you know, might also come as a, something that's intrinsically rewarding for you and makes you just really happy inside, um, for the whole day. And it just makes your day. So moving into Sinistry, um, so it was Noah Till and his last name is spelled T-Y-L. Who had mentioned that, um, so kind of along with Helena Amaste, where it's like attracting, you know, the sort of energy into your life, actually, um, your progressed, uh, moon can attract the same sign that your progressed moon is in. So like, for instance, um, that person who, uh, has the progressed moon outside of Leo, they might, uh, attract either a ton of Leos when really they're Piscean. It's like, where are all these Leos coming from? Or they might attract someone who ha who might have like a different aspect in that sign and who may embody some of the archetypes of that sign. The archetypes being that of heart-centered leadership, um, really standing out or really making sure that they stand out and also just um, relating to people on a very heart-centered level as well too. Um, also, you know, Again, like someone who who has the moon in Sagittarius, they could be, they might have a lot of friends or a lot of family friends who are also Sagittarians, or they might have people who are interested um, in love with them who are also Sagittarians. So, uh, you know, if it's it's kind of an unlikely situation, you might want to check that out. Um, what I would just say is, when it comes to that attraction, again, see what you can learn. Um, from the attraction to or the, you know, especially if that other person is attracted to you. Um, like say the person who has the sun in Aquarius is attracted to you or the sun in Leo or the sun in Sagittarius is attracted to you. Um, you know, really see what that individual has to offer for you when it comes to your progression. Then they might be coming into your path to help you with lessons in life as well, too. Um, so again, it might not be a complete dead end. I know for me having my progressed moon in Aries, it's like, oh no, I'm going to attract a bunch of Aries individuals and my moon, well, my natal moon is in Libra. So it's, it's definitely kind of an opposition, um, where one is pushing for doing things. The other's like, no, let's sit on the sidelines. Let's think for a little bit. So um, it's kind of making me wonder, you know, when I last attracted an Aries individual, I mean, he was attracted through and through, but it just, it was a different dynamic for certain. Um, you know, it's a very different dynamic, but he actually also brought a lot of things that I have learned as well too, such as how to seize the day, how to seize that moment and really just kind of getting out there and doing it. So um, it, it's definitely, um, it, it can be a relationship that can be very beneficial for you. With um, the progressed moon, if the moons are conjunct each other in the sinistry chart and say that you guys are dating. So like say um, if somebody's, 
natal moon is in Leo and your progressed moon is in Leo, that could indicate marriage if you guys are just dating. So you might want to you might want to think about uh, you might want to think about whether that is joyous news. I know for for some it's very joyous news. For others, m- might not be. It's like, hey, I love you, but. Um, but you know, see how, like I said, if you have that situation in a sinistry chart, see how that feels for you. If it's like, yeah, that's wonderful. Be prepared, be prepared for something, you know, be prepared for a significant other to pop the question. Also within sinistry, I, I kind of felt like safe spots you gravitate to in relationships when it comes to the progressed moon, um, where that those places will be. And, um, you know, where those safe spots will be that will help you to feel comfortable. I also um, had thought that the dreams that you have from your intuition and also the subtext of your life story. So this was from like the subtext of your life story and intuition, but the dreams that you have and whether sharing those dreams um, with your partner might be reciprocal or reciprocated or not really. You know, if your partner may be really supportive of you and help you through with those dreams and kind of carrying them to fruition or whether, you know, you might need to let that partner go because they're really not that supportive or they're just not, they're just not very supportive in general and how to work with that as well too, to weave those energies in. All the way around those stargazers, um, I always just say when it comes to the progressed moon, when it comes to either marriage, you know, popping the question, um, attracting the same sign and what to do with that. Um, again, the progressed moon, I think the biggest thing is following your intuition, following those gut hunches and really just seeing what that brings when it comes to your life. Well, Stargazers, I think this is kind of a short and sweet episode. Um, so I do hope that this episode on Progressed Moons really helps you out. Um, definitely, uh, you know, take a look at your Progressed Moons. See where it is. It's um, it's actually kind of fun, kind of interesting. Um, see which uh, house it's outside. See which sign it's in. And see if some, see if some of the... Um, motifs or the life themes um, that are um, playing out right now um, kind of match uh, what's going on in your progressed chart. Above all stargazers, do not be afraid to look up at the stars. Uh, Right now we are coming close to a new moon, so those stars are actually shining even brighter um, than usual. Um, But all the way around, it also just kind of gives us a pause and a little bit of a break. I don't know about you, but it seems like there's been a little bit of chaos lately. I think the retrograde parade is still in effect right now, and I think it's been having a hand in that. But um, one thing I've noticed is that um, a lot of people are a little less communicative and just a little more um, on the passive-aggressive side of matters as well, too. So, um, you really just try to, you know, if you can't open up pathways of communication, but if you've done everything possible that you can, or you're, you're kind of dealing with that chaos, um, looking up at the stars can really help to help you reset and, um, have that little, you know, mindful moment. And also we look at the origins of astrology when we do look up at the stars. So that's always a plus. 
but above all stargazers um do be careful i have noticed that a lot of people on the roads have been driving like maniacs so please do be safe be well be very careful out there but i think above all i hope that i find you well next week and until between now and then i will talk to you then stargazers if you have any questions or comments uh, for Sandra Misek, you can contact her at Misek, M-I-S-E-K, dot Sandra at gmail.com. You can contact her at her Instagram page, that is at Sandra Sandra dot Misek, again, M-I-S-E-K. Also, for as little as $2 a month, you can become a Patreon to this podcast. Please visit patreon.com forward slash 7th House Astrology for more details.